1: What's up, doofuses? Welcome back to the Bad Christian Podcast. I guess we figured that if we started a Christian podcast and then cussed on it, we'd sell way more tickets to our Screamo Band's concerts. And guess what? Everything's going according to plan. Uh, and <laughs> it's funny how it works out that way. Our band, Emory, mine and Toby's band, Emory, has dates in Texas and, and out west in August. So go to emorymusic.com. That is who the show is brought to you by today, Emory the band. So go to Emerymusic.com and check out those tour dates. On the podcast today, we're going to talk a little bit about climate change. That's kind of what we get into and some related topics to that. So get into it. Here we go. Oh, hell yeah. God showed up. I don't give a shit what I put in my body. You don't ever fucking talk to me that way. <laughs> so if you've never done oral, then you're extrovert.
2: No,
0: girl, it's my flesh. I, I showed my to dad you. my penis when I was 25 years old. You don't get more honest than that.
2: Three, two, one, hit it! <laughs> Bad Christian podcast. We God, the baddest yeah, Bad Christian podcast. Oh. We the baddest
1: podcast. I cannot believe how much better that is in person when y'all sync. And that was actually the time oh, where I no. felt like, holy shit, the beat dropped. That bass. That it was, that was pastor real bass. Yeah. <laughs> pastor lungs. Authoritative. Great. All right. What's going on, fellas, today?
0: Oh, you know, just another day in Nashville, man. Another day in Nashville.
1: This city is one of the craziest places I have ever seen. It has grown so much in the last 10 years. I cannot believe it. Nashville, Seattle, and Dallas. Well, you were talking about it today about like it,
2: there was hipsters here. I felt like it's it was overrun were, with hipsters. You were kind of uh, whiffing your nose at us. I I'm don't like them. Nose, like, like you know hipsters because you're from I, Seattle. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly my point. Uh, I know hipsters in this place. Yeah, to I've experience. been in Capitol
1: Hill with Josh Head and all the bullshit up there. And I come to Nashville and it's even worse. That's exactly <laughs> we, my point I, of view. And you know what? These people all work in the service industry. And they are moochers on the system. They move to an area right. like stray cats that you <laughs> feed. Very old. It sounds stray super old. They're stray cats. They treat you. Hipsters give you serve. <laughs> they work in the service industry. They live on right. tips of rich people that go out to the fancy ass places. Yep. And they live off your tips like you get put a bowl of milk out for a cat, and they're rude as hell. Yeah, and they thrive on our scraps, and they have the nicer shit than you or I do. You always say Josh is richer than you, right? Well, Josh, Josh is totally richer than me, and so is Reba. Right? Reba just moved here. And she's one and of these kids.
2: I know. I mean, Reba goes like last night, or Reba went and played kickball, and I'm like, you think? When's the last time y'all got to go play? kickball I had to get prior off written
1: consent to go hit a bucket of balls at the driving range. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah.
3: Are you saying you think kickball is hipster? I'm saying oh, it's you very have, hipster. Yeah, oh, very hipster. Of course okay, it is. It's all,
0: uh, it's all like bros. It's, it's extremely. so no, like and I it had to not. plan three weeks and on a Saturday morning play kickball. Like it took <laughs> intense planning.
2: Be, okay, so you're saying the luxury is,
0: is, is You have
1: hipster. DSLR camera lenses and fixie. You have a, a, there was a recreation camera on equipment. the kickball. <laughs> they have all this equipment. They have more. They have more disposable income, and it's all just leeching. Well, that's and being just re-
3: being young and single and stuff. That has nothing. I to mean, do you up.
1: just have disposable income. Unbelievable. Even if you don't have income, you have just. Disposable I'm just saying income the ones something. that work in the service industry and all Maybe that. It's and we're not bad service.
3: Very yeah. responsible with money.
1: No, you should enjoy it. I'm just saying. Good for you. Bad for us. Good for all the young hip people.
0: That's such a demeaning thing to say. Good for you. Good for you. Riva. Have fun. Go to yeah. Riva, go backpack around you. Europe for three hey, months. You enjoyed the single professional. It's like life. it's good like Portlandia
1: you. is the good same thing. You. They say it's cool. where all young people go to retire. That's what I'm saying. Nashville is unbelievably blown up. Dallas is the same way. Seattle's the same way. You know these really, cities have grown. What's really funny
2: about this? The way we're talking about this, I noticed this the other day that my age limit for who I call kids has gone up. Oh, <laughs> of course, like, like yeah. now. I promise you, the other day, I saw a guy at a bar, so he had to be at least 21. I was like, that kid thinks this. And I was like, holy
1: shit. <laughs> it's a man I, in a bar. I, I that's
2: a man in a bar. I was like, that kid over there is, is whatever. I've, I don't even remember this, the, what was happening. But I thought of him as a kid, and I was like, that is a man of at least 20. 20- he can serve He's our country. He can buy porn, mm-hmm. cigarettes, alcohol, anything. And I thought, total kid. And that's yep. the way. I, I'm getting that, to that. Age. I mean, it's it's not going to get better. I mean, is there a point where... I'm not like,
1: just crashing on young people, just hipsters. I'm going to limit my thing there. I, I have to crash on young people,
2: too. I can't that what happens as you get older? The, who you think is... Of course. Grandparents think of even... Whippersnappers. Yeah. My dad still thinks of me as... I mean, he thinks of me as an adult, but kind of like still... I mean, maybe that's because as a kid, I, I was his actual kid, but I mean... One day, maybe. I Well, I literally think a fifty-year-old. Like, I've got the. <laughs> I've
1: had the opposite thing. I. This is true. My dad's in the you know construction grading, earth, dirt moving, you know yeah. world. That was his job and his company. They always had that. I did not go into. I said sorry. I don't want to take family business. I'm gonna go do something else. Um. There is, and I always was like the bosses, Broke dumb his heart. idiot kid. Broke his heart. <laughs> you know, like just no. He wouldn't let me near equipment when right. I wanted to do when I was yep. younger and all this kind of stuff like that. My dad's telling me about this guy he does business with a few years ago, and how he respects him and how he does it so well. And it's just like this man in the construction industry that yeah. my dad—I can just tell he respects him. Or whatever the guy was in my class in high school, <laughs> I was like, what the hell,
4: <laughs> I
1: couldn't
2: believe it. This man is smart yeah. and honorable yeah. and strong, and he has this
1: company and these dozers. And he—I mean, it, I mean, it was just—I was just like, oh. Like, my dad can have respect for him. Um, like, he didn't think of him as
0: a kid. He's right. like a peer. I mean, he's like, it, he's a guy, kid from it, high school. He's in heavy equipment. It is a common occurrence for me to actually be talking to someone and for me to have them written off like they're a good bit older than me. And I actually have to remind myself, wait a second, I'm a good bit older than Ben. Right? right. Like, it, it's not even we're close in age. It's like, wait a second, I'm the old person here and I'm looking right at him. I, mean, <laughs> I am that naive to my age. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Are,
2: are either your parents, like your dads, did they really wish that you went into their job civil career? My dad was really, really good Your great dad didn't care about, if you were an engineer? Yeah. My dad's
1: uh, civil engineer, if also. He, but if he did,
2: he never mentioned never it, said it. Never said, it, said hey, you this could be a good career. My right. dad always thought doing music, like. I should definitely. Had worked my forty hours and got mm. the money and all that stuff. Like he, definitely no, my, what my, my dad's a,
1: a basically a hero for having a big successful business and allowing me to, you know, not. Negging me about it and not doing anything being yeah. supportive. I mean, it, it, it's it's almost too much. It's the kind of thing you make me cry if I think about oh, my God. parents and them just saying a lot. You know, they weren't negative yeah. about me moving to Seattle to do an emo band. I had nothing too soft. I mean, right. You know, so they deserve big, exactly what you think somebody would say. My dad said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs>
2: he did. He was very negative. He yeah, did right. not. He was not it's supportive. Right. I mean, of you can see choices. why they would be
1: if you're talking yeah. about moving your kid moving away and doing all stupid well, shit. Well, I mean, fast
0: forward 20 years. Does your dad think? That you're lucky? Does he think that you you actually did pull it oh, off? that's a good question. Like, what does he think about you now? Does I mean, my dad
2: think I'm lucky? You know what? I've never said that word before. It, when thinking about my dad and me, I, you might be right. My dad might actually think I sad. got lucky. Yeah. Like, he, it, uh, he was, yeah. everything he did was stupid, and whatever, but he just lucked up. Well, I, it, I didn't ever have luck, but my son somehow lucked up. Like, I
1: don't like think. Like, you he, don't really deserve it or earned it or like, you didn't really know it would work out.
2: I, I think what my dad thinks is, I mean, Lots of people sing and write songs. How how'd you get You just there? got lo- Well, that's a common thing so you know he to think does about grasp successful people. how
0: big Emory is or I, was? Does he grasp was. that? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. The only time he ever, I mean, the he, he's only been to one show and that was an acoustic set. And then he, the only time he's really ever asked me about my band. So every once in a while I go, you, you on the road, but he never talks about the band. And it, what's really funny is when he talks about like y'all, he goes, what's that? What's that pastor guy that's down in, in Charleston? What's his name? And I say, jo- Joey. He's got all them kids, doesn't he? <laughs> that's what he always says Joey. Then I go, that tall one. You know, I know him. And then that, what's the one that lives in Illinois? And I'll go, Devin. He's like, yeah, that Devin. He, he still has family around here. and stuff. He'll talk like that. But he doesn't, the only time he ever really cared was we got that, our song on prison break commercial. And that was the one where he was like, hey, I, now what was really funny about that is like, listen. Your aunts told me that you were on this thing. <laughs> they, he would have had no clue if it was our song or anything, but my aunts and uncles heard it and somehow made the connection that it was an Emery song, and so that's how he found out. But I, I yeah, he, I've never thought about that before. He probably does think.
1: Yeah. Man, he got lucky. He did it all wrong and just lucked out. Yeah, that, that's common way people think of successful people. Like, well, right, I do comedy. Well, do some singing. of it, t- sometimes I, I just it's got true. Got lucky. I even believe it a little
2: bit, oh, like yeah. we were the right time and oh, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, but but it was. I mean, we. You know, we, we put ourselves in the position to be in all those things, and and well, work you, hard, it, and of design. course,
0: like of course, you and need did right good music I mean, and all that. Any professional athlete, for example, would admit. To win a championship You gotta Oh yeah You gotta yeah. put your blood Sweat and tears And you gotta have some luck Yeah lucky
1: might get you Some opportunities to, At yeah. bats at well, it's Lucky really get funny you At Your chosen stuff, profession
2: Like you were a teacher And a pastor Are both like Just so honorable Your, your parents couldn't ever I be know. You know what I mean Like my son's a pastor <laughs> what, what else could you be More proud of And then, and then you a ruined teacher. Your legacy By and doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing that I am Super optimistic Is that will never go away Is great music My friends And that is why that is why we work with Tooth and Nail Records. We've been friends and co-workers for a very long time. And we love that we get to hear music from their bands and just get to talk to this label. It's awesome. So you are listening right now to Northern Fires. It's the newest single from Silent Planet.
4: Fresh in my breath, terry,
3: My finger and prize, I'll
4: make you with the time on the distant shards. So I the pain of the ancient state. To the myth they propagate. The narrative never fits the drive. The marks we die, this.
2: Alright, so like I said, you were just listening to Northern Fires, and that's the newest single from Silent Planet. This is the first of a lot of new music to come this year, folks. I'm serious. They are headlining a tour this summer with my epic... Comrades and Tiger Wines. I mean, what a great tour. I know all those men. It's kind of wild. So watch for them to be coming through your town in July. Silent Planet will also be touring in New Zealand, which I've never got to go to. That's
1: bullshit. Uh, I know.
2: Uh, you know what? Screw Silent... No, okay. I do like them. They're cool. Uh, uh, actually, Garrett's probably going to be coming on the podcast soon, too. Uh, they're going to be in New Zealand and Australia in August, so make sure you check them out and. Uh, See where they'll be playing near you. Head over to Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you can stream or buy music. Listen to Northern Fires right now. That's obviously from Silent Planet. So, Also on Spotify and Apple Music, make sure you follow Silent Planet, uh, their profile, so that you don't miss any new music that's on the way.
1: Well, I also consider myself a teacher. That's not actually true. I don't, I don't have super high regard you for You probably do term. think of yourself as an you educator. You know what you think I'm of not, yourself I as get an educator. Yeah, I want to help people learn things. Okay. You're an informant. I like, to, I like learning and other people to learn, but I think, and I'm not going to do this this episode. I want to do it on another one, but I do think the focus should be on the learning,
0: not the teaching, when you talk about that's you know. Anyway. That's tough because people can't learn unless it's decent teaching.
1: Not, okay, just don't bait me into anything. But <laughs> you, if you want to call this episode something honorable, we'll just title this episode based on this science segment coming up. We'll call it Matt Saves the World. Can Ooh. we do that? Oh, man. <laughs> that gives you a grip of how I think of myself. Kind song. of low-key title. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here. All right. I'm going to save the world by trying to do a little bit of science with people And then we'll have a discussion about it after that But I'm going to try to make this science segment A nice tight 10 minutes And then we'll discuss it as freely As we can after that and all that stuff And uh, it's going to be on climate change Here we go
0: Astrophysics Chemistry Cellular biology Mathematics Gravitation
3: Electromagnetism
1: Evolution And now, it's time for Science Lessons for Christians, because when it comes to science, Christians are stupid. Mm Okay. First thing we got to do is just clear the air here. Do we have any climate deniers in the room?
0: I, I I did for a long time just because it was it, it came along with my Republican identity. Okay, like people know that it tra- it traces back to 04 I would have been depressed if Bush lost. I think I was a secret McCain supporter when he ran against Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Republican Party, you're just like oh that Al Gore is full of shit. He doesn't mm-hmm. know what he's talking about. So I was just I saw it all as like this ploy of you know, Christians are bad people and they don't care about the environment, but we do and we know all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So yes, for a while. And then it got to the point I was like, whoa, wait a second, there's too many smart people that are really regarding this as something serious. It can't just be made out of thin air. And now I will certainly claim ignorance. I don't know enough about it. Cool. And well, I, I'm going to prep you yeah. up. And, How about and, you, Toby? And, and I feel that I... If there, if there is a problem, I don't know what I can do. Okay. Great, great answer. Toby. I,
2: you know what's funny? I, I think I agree too. I always thought of it as a political issue. Like it was just a platform. So I do believe that there is climate change. 100 percent I do think that is true. I think that's scientific. I think that we do have an impact. I don't think the human footprint, carbon footprint, stuff like that is as Is necessarily possibly. I might be wrong and I'm open to to listening to the differences. I don't know if it's as bad as what they make people sound like.
1: So if that's true, y'all have opinions about climate change. And you voted for Trump. I was going to give a definition, (laughs) but y'all seem to. If you have an opinion about climate change, why don't you go ahead? What is it? What's the definition? My
2: opinion of climate change is that. What's your yeah? What do you think the well, definition is? It's interesting because it, the other reason why it wears me out is because it used to be called global warming and then they rebranded it t- to mm-hmm. climate change because that's more accurate. All right, so or what whatever. does
1: climate change mean if you're going to it, uh, approve or deny it or affirm the, it? Whatever. The, what is it, it?
2: If I had to say the simplest thing that what everybody kind of thinks is humans are killing our planet and okay. animals.
0: All right. You got a definite working definition. Yeah, uh, the temperature goes up and melts the polar ice caps, and okay. then we lose a lot of land.
1: Okay, die. well let's get let's get more specific. <laughs> People should have a good definition of a thing, but and agree on what it is before they decide if they no. agree about it. There or is not. no good
2: climate change though from our answers like that. We don't think of it as there's nothing good about climate change. Okay,
1: so. Climate change is kind of a catch all term for a shift in worldwide weather phenomenon, and it is real and it has been on the rise for decades since maybe the industrial revolution. So, when you revolution. say
0: it's real, it is not a theory and test. No, well, look, a validated scientific uh, uh, the, the, discovery. We're
1: one degree warmer since the Industrial Revolution. So it's been on the rise wow. for about 100-something years, and the global temperatures yeah, are about a degree higher as of right now. Okay, so NASA it's has a definition bad. of it, and they say that it's a broad range of phenomena created mainly by fossil fuels and heat-trapped gases. And there is more than that. It's not the word-for-word definition. So if you want to think about what it actually is that we're talking about in climate change, we're talking about all the effects related to Greenhouse gases accumulating in our atmosphere. Greenhouse gases being CO2, the biggest one we talk about, NO2, nitrous oxide is one, and methane. All right. of those things are greenhouse gases. And do you understand, have any guess on how that, what, what, what that process is, what greenhouse means, or how that affects temperature?
0: The greenhouse effect.
1: What is the greenhouse effect?
0: Well, it originated by uh, I think it was a scientist in Luxing. Okay, okay, okay. I'll just tell you what it is. So the,
1: the water vapor is all up in the air yep. there, and it traps in some heat. Basically, so the sunlight radiation comes into Earth, it bounces back, and then it becomes trapped in there by things like water vapor and other gases. Right. Now, CO2, nitrous, and methane dissipate slower and hold in more. And it's so tearing holes into No, them. I'm not talking about ozone specifically or anything. Just in general, those three gases, are they dissipate less than water vapor, H2O, CO2, okay. you know, two and... They linger up there. N- n- uh CH4 is methane I think but uh, they yeah they linger up there longer and we're lingering so, like the cranberries okay yep. so, so so then it traps in more heat and temperatures rise and there's on, uh, on a side note did
2: you saying that my dad when anybody ever farted would sing that song and we're talking about methane yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that, that, well but anyway, I mean you have to let it linger yeah and that's and why, we're why we're the people about talk about now. you know uh, methane reserves in the ice caps there's a bunch of methane in there cow farts are methane right cow farts fart. yeah um, but CO2 being the one that whatever okay so Here's the one we're really talking about, though. Anthropogenic. Anybody have any? I have no idea. That means human-caused. That sounds like the new Chris Pratt movie. Anthropogenic means that human-caused climate change. Okay.
0: Factories and stuff that's being Human-caused is
1: anthropogenic, just like anthropomorphic. If you try to say those headphones wish that they were on my ears, you're trying to make them into a person. You know, when you anthropomorphize something. Anyway, anthropogenic climate change specifically is the type that Mm. we're all fighting about now politically and all that bullshit. Okay. Okay. So we understand what... So you
0: think all this is bullshit.
1: I think the political fighting about it is bullshit. Yes. And I'll clear that up when we get there. So the broad range of phenomena that NASA's talking about here is increased temperature, sea level rise, extreme weather of any type... um, Caused by melting ice and a shift in the behaviors of plants and flowers, agriculture. Real quick, because
0: I don't know if this is going to come up or not, but when we talk about the dangers of all this, what are we talking? We're talking 2100, 2200? Good We're talking 2030. Like, well, let's talk about the things that can no. happen. Well, some real I live danger. in Charleston.
1: Well, there's some real danger <laughs> right now. I mean, we're we're like I said, we're a degree hotter. A lot of polar ice is melting. All that kind of stuff. So the things we're worried about are droughts, snowstorm, extreme weather, warming yeah. e- oceans, extinction that does of sound animals. Horrible. Ex- oh, uh, these are bad, and these all things will happen if the temperature of the Earth rises. These yeah. these all, these are certainties that nobody disputes. Uh, I don't that. know if you I don't know if you're going to say this in a minute. Does
2: it? Like, is there a certain temperature where it's like, oh, God? Yeah, well, almost there. Okay.
1: So the Amazon rainforest is receding. The Arctic ice could be. Here's one, one specific <laughs> I gotta one. I got to point something <laughs>
0: out. He's coming from a science perspective, and to and I talk. I mean, is there going to be a temperature where people are like, oh, God? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, well, you can will tell. people cry out to God at a temperature. Will people, okay. When will people pray? <laughs> well, this is the only
1: specific one I've got here. The Arctic ice cap, this is, uh, I mean, this might be an aggressive prediction, but the Arctic ice caps could. No, the the Arctic Ocean itself has icebergs and a bunch of ice floating in right. it. In September of 2030, September is the hottest month with the highest temperatures, it's possible that in 2030 or later, continuing the way we're at, there won't be any ice for that one month oh in Lord. the Arctic Ocean. Dang. Now, that's a, either a good or r- right or wrong projection. It may be later. It may not quite happen. Wait, or there will but be no
2: ice in the Arctic Ocean? Right.
1: and then then in October, November, there will be some yeah, ice yeah. will refreeze. But the hottest month... The temperatures could reach above freezing to where there's not even any ice up there during oh, that wow. time. That so would these be, are, yeah, and then be. there's a, the yeah. sea level. Right? These are all in, they all are interconnected, right? And I'm sorry, I'm talking fast. Got a lot of okay. material, so I'm gonna keep on going. I'm enjoying now, it. the, it's, we've gone up about a one degree in, since the industrial revolution. Yeah, um, and uh, the goal of people who want to fix the climate change problem is to keep that. To 1.5 degrees. They want to reduce emissions, blah, 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 all this crap you hear about, so yeah. that we can limit it to 1.5 degrees in rise. And they they make per, what? per- We've gone up, like I said, one degree since the Industrial Revolution. Right, but I don't understand. And now that. we want to do whatever efforts we can by reduction and restrictions and blah, 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 to try to limit that so it doesn't go above 1.5. Okay, for good. Yeah, Forever. I guess. But okay. this is where we run into problems. Okay. So anthropomorphic. Okay. So let me now let's go back and give a little perspective on climate and the earth. Okay. Itself. So the earth, three billion years ago, for instance, uh, had no oxygen at all. We didn't even have oxygen. And four billion years ago it was just hot, hot lava rocks was the surface of the earth. It wasn't dirt, wasn't anything breathable. So you nothing said four like
0: billion that. hot rock, three billion, no oxygen. But there
1: was some life on earth living. Bacterial life and small things. There was no oxygen. Temperatures were nowhere close. Yeah, t- temperatures were nowhere close to ours or anything. Uh, there's mm-hmm. been tons of ice ages. We know. There's times when tons CO2 of ice ages. Bunches of ice ages. Wow. There's been tons of ice. The Earth is like this wow. crazy, What's out all of that control ice age talk. So the uh, there's t- There's been times in the Earth's history where CO2 levels were a hundred times higher than they are now. Or maybe even a thousand times higher than they are now.
2: It's just things happen. With no humans. Yeah, (laughs) with with no humans, right. So anthropogenic
1: is a part of it. There's no doubt about that. It's measured since the Industrial Revolution. But also, if you keep into perspective, there's no chance of the climate staying the same. And it wasn't born this way or meant. There's no meant to be about Earth's climate is the point I'm trying to make here. It's just we need it to be a certain way to survive. That's a fact. There's many, all these other ones I'm describing, we're instantly dead. Right. So, so we need, we want it to stay the way it happens to be right now. That is true. And the Earth was fine being way hotter back uh, then. Yeah. And there's life. The
2: the only people that care about it, yeah, would, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So,
1: it's just kind of whatever. I mean, and currently, we, some people call the time that we live in now kind of an ice house world. Like we're in a very cool time of the Earth's total history. Wow. Basically. So, even regression toward the mean, I mean, the the Earth's climate's not going to stay the same in a few hundred years or a few million years. It's not going to stay the same anyway. So, how long have we been in a cooler house? I don't know. I mean, you know, 500,000. Well, it got cold. I mean, there's been, there's just, I'm not going to go into that. We're going to move faster. Uh, But also, I don't know the answers. Let me admit that. Okay. But, um, then the things that change this stuff is the reflectiveness of the atmosphere, plate tectonics, solar energy can be super ramped up for periods of time, and radiation, weathering of the rocks breaking down. Yeah. Uh, there's other stuff called outgassing, where gas was released right. from different layers, and impacts from asteroids. All these things have m- unbelievable massive shifts, cause massive shifts in climate that would I- extinct us for sure. Yeah, right. So, I mean, there's plenty of re- ways that we can. Now... I'm going to put a pen in this, and we'll come back to it for discussion, so I'm going to skip a whole page of notes okay. here. Nice. There has been... There, I want to I come back and point to some bad science of the past. Okay. For instance, in the 70s, I had a bunch of people talking about the, the Earth was overpopulated and we're all going to die. It's a doomsday, this, and it's gonna Earth's going to cool off because of our industrial practices. In the
0: 70s? In the 70s, right. And um, America? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah
1: I want to come back to this because very interesting, but I cannot do it quickly. So I'm going to come back to that. But human pessimism about how we're destroying the, the eco-movement starting in oh, the 70s. Oh, was that the hippie? Yeah, the yeah it came out of some of that kind of of stuff yeah, yeah. that that I, I find very treacherous, and after this segment here in a second, well, I, oh I want to talk about that. While
0: but, they were destroying the temple of the Holy Spirit with drugs, they're <laughs> right. blaming all of us for destroying yeah. the earth.
1: And so then we get into this language of sustainability. You have heard that word? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. I'm gonna just I'm gonna come back to this, but remember when I said this. What is the definition of sustainable? Would it be sustained, something that can be kept? Sustain? Up? How about to prevent from changing? Yeah, sustain. No, I, okay. I, I how helps. about how about this definition of sustain? And this is where I want to head: to provide what is needed.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sustenance.
1: To provide what is needed is a definition of. Remember, I said that. Also, keep things exactly the same is is sustain. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what what I want to point out there's uh, there's a bunch of there, there is some real messed up stuff that, that goes. But so far, we spent trillions of dollars in reduction efforts and un believable amount of energy from people like you and me and people fighting on Twitter. Like think about everybody's energy about climate change, trillions of dollars. And this is based on computer simulations of projections that our supercomputers make projections. And then after they make those projections, now economists and scientists go in and try to interpret that and figure out what are the implications of the possible simulations, uh, so you can, can you see how that starts to get out of whack pretty yeah. fast? We're taking simulations yes, right. from the best computers we have and then handing it to people to interpret and to figure out what the implications might be. Yeah. So do we really know? Not near as much as you would think. You really don't know, and like I said, in the 70s, we thought cooling and population were going to extinct us, and all the same voices would have been all over that you and your consumption and your cars, and you have to have the new TVs, and you're going to ruin the mother earth. And they were totally wrong about that, of course, but that's a mentality to recognize. Feel
0: free not to go into this uh, in such depth, but how many people make those accusations and are not hypocritical? Like, are there anybody that not only says you guys are consumers and killing the earth, but they also do the right thing according to their beliefs?
1: Just so I can, for time. And now I'm going to tell you, instead of reducing, what I'm going to suggest here is the solution we need is progress, technology, ability to solve problems, and fix stuff. Restricting stuff, beating ourselves up, feeling guilty about it, trying to prove prove who's the bad guy, that is not going to solve any problems. We have lots of problems, including asteroids and climate change. It's a big problem. Right. It'll extinct us. If eventually, we're going to have to get off of this rock and go populate outer space, from my view. So we got pl- we're got we going to have to change the climate a bunch of times and survive a lot of stuff that we have no ability yet. So we need to focus on our new abilities to deal with new problems. And when so, you
0: think of humanity, do you think a good mil- millions of years? Like Do you, do you feel maybe like in fin-
1: I think... I think populate the cosmos and infinity with humans is what I think, oh. or human mind like
0: tech. I don't know. So we're gonna figure out how to exist. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I mean, we might not. So
0: that means I don't that, know if we will. But, to, but that's then, our goal. For that to happen, though, we've got to get somewhere else before a big asteroid. Clobbers yeah. I mean, a few
1: million years will need to be off of this rock, if not a few, if not even a few hundred years. Some uh, we don't know. But this is these are our projects as you know humans on Earth. Anyway, geoengineering. So I'm gonna give you a few solutions that are better than you not. Feeling guilty if you fly on a plane next okay, week. Right. Okay, I, that, that stuff is nonsense to me. It's not gonna, you're not gonna fix everything by restricting everybody. Right. I, I don't like that. That's not, that's just not how you solve problems. It's how you, I, I don't know what, but it's not good. What we need is, for instance, nuclear power would be good. That would reduce a lot. Yeah. The waste is, is not even that dangerous, relatively speaking, to erupting right. the climate right. to where we can't live here anymore. Yeah. So, how about a few nuclear waste dumps, unless maybe perfect that technology and do fusion right. so there's no waste. Right. Why don't we just spend the trillions on that? Right. Okay. Uh, we, can, we could seed clouds or even launch satellites into space that are honestly a giant series of programmable mirrors that could reflect. If we could reflect 8% of the sun's oh, light, wow. that would completely counteract all projections of climate change. So why aren't we working on that? Wow. Okay. How about phytoplankton that can absorb CO2 in the ocean? There's, it's, there's billions of tons of phytoplankton yeah. that we could encourage to or re-engineer genetically to absorb more yeah. CO2. That would do it. We can uh, we, is, they, they can do a thing where they put iron in the ocean. It's called ocean fertilization, and it, it helps that process. It's It's known about. It's not efficient yet right. or cost-effective, right. but these are the kinds of things. We could take carbon and store it at the bottom of the ocean. We can capture it. Weigh it down and store it at the bottom of the ocean. If wow. we need. I mean, right. these are things we can do in small amounts, and they're not cost they're cost prohibitive at this point. But the point is, if you were to go all the way back to Easter Island where that species went extinct a long time ago, it wasn't because they didn't have enough resources. That's the, that's what happened. They ran out of resources. Yeah. They, they deforested it. They destroyed the island to make monuments and all that bullshit. And they didn't. They depleted all their fishing. Right. But there wasn't a lack of resources on Easter Island. There was a lack of knowledge on Easter Island. If they'd have known how to do this or trade or make this or not cut down all the forest or reseed the forest, if they'd have known, if if people went there now and tried to live on Easter Island, it's completely sustainable. Right. But they didn't know how. So what we need to do is be able to solve problems that we cannot yet solve. Not police everybody, that's just not it's not gonna get the job done anyway. It's this climate's gonna keep what we need to do is learn how to control the climate of the earth. Oh, I know. And then move to Mars. Right. Th- this is the kind of stuff we have to do if you want to survive as a species. Right. So that's, that, uh, you're that's right. It's very limited.
2: Like if you're just thinking, oh, if everybody's gonna spend all their resources on just reducing this thing, meaning you stay the same except for you just do it less, that that doesn't seem sustainable to me. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's looking at a very small segment of what could be. Yep. And like, I'm going to
1: wrap a science segment, and we can talk freely. That's all information. I have more this wow, thing I'm going to bring up here. But thank lot. you. We're going to get off this rock eventually, <laughs> and we're going to learn to make actual progress in every area and solve problems. Can we this talk is what we're supposed this, to be though? doing, and oh. that is Matt Saves the World.
4: I want to okay. talk more about this.
1: Yeah. Now we got – I just didn't want the science segment to run
0: long and oh, be a monologue forever, so I wanted to get through the informational I bits. I I get
1: it. And now we can discuss it all.
0: So, and, I get it. So with the big stuff – that you're talking about, Matt, the hydroplankton at the bottom of the ocean, phytoplankton, phytoplankton, and all of that. Are you? What did you call <laughs> hydroplankton? Uh, are you? Are you saying indirectly that there's nothing that Matt Carter can really do about it unless you get into the field of actually being engaged in no, no, doing no, no. that stuff? I'm just saying, we... as an individual, can you? Can, can we do something? Can we be more responsible as citizens?
1: Yeah. But by fostering communities of research and development and progress how do I, and technology, I, how
0: do I do that? Have a how good attitude about Spencer it. Support I'm... it.
1: Give to it. Give okay. to give to stuff. You, you can people that like to vote can vote to fund things. I mean that you know it's a it's a first of all acceptance that we got massive problems to solve or we'll become extinct eventually. Well, how about we just acknowledge that and then say like can't. I mean, what don't we wanna just work together? Like when is the moment gonna be that humans go, Oh, we have problems to solve. Now, I'm saying the right and the left, right now, both of them wanna restrict your ass and control your behavior, prove the other one's wrong, and neither one of them's gonna help shit. That's what we're that's what we're stuck on right now as a civilization. Like I keep hearing this thing uh
2: that that has been happening like each country is going to get carbon credits, and if you—that's nonsense. This, that's not how you solve problems.
1: Right. You're just trying to restrict people. That's the ba- so I'll go back to the definition of sustainable. Sustainable, the- keep everything the same. Well, but that's not sustainable, by the no, way, because then you're, right. you're on a clock to run out of resources for sure.
2: And it's limiting our experience as if oh that's all we have or this is all we do. That's and true. The carbon thing's the only thing. Then right. there's nothing else you can do or anything right. like that. Like I just read an article I thought was super interesting. You know, everybody says water bottles are the worst. They're terrible plastic is just awful. It never degrades mm-hmm. or anything like that. Just found, because people are studying and stuff, there are grub worms that eat plastic, and it, it it does degrade in their stomach and everything. Like, you could drop all these grub worms. Nanotechnology a, on, on, that stuff. absolves that I mean, go eats that plastic no, out in the ocean. All we got is develop it no, and how about this, fix it. I do want to make it clear. I think we should be good stewards. Like I, I, We'll take it to the biblical side, Joey, maybe here. You and I will. But the idea of not being a good steward, like I we've talked about recycling we talked about all this stuff i do want to do good though I, I don't like i don't care that my car runs on fossil fuel i wish it didn't you know what i mean like if that's bad i don't I, I never thought it was that great i never thought burning something in your car in any instance was the best way to do it now i have no way intelligently to mm-hmm. create something new but somebody does and you're right what do you think that that is my biggest problem with climate change or whatever seems politicized. It is. Money, money goes it's to where problem. you can make more money. There is a real correlation. It's not a coincidence that Al Gore, after leaving office, became the richest post-presidency, vice-presidency yeah. person in the world. Like, but don't focus on,
1: on that. Let's just, look. I think he's a billionaire. They're, they're bad. They're bad on both sides of that. Inconvenient Truth gave yeah, him that money. And all pay him to come speak. This is a huge industry after that. Yeah. So the, the things that are bad are threats to us in this regard, Are Human pessimism, which I, I want right. to talk about, that it's just it's dis- a disgusting mindset to me. And then, I, honestly, I had to tell the truth that capitalism, which I like in a general way, to, right. I like to defend, um, is, a, is a big problem here. Because it's a kick the can, it's somebody else's problem, it's another general. I mean, right. You're not thinking about, you've got to think about, zoom all the way out with me and think about humans and the uh, human consciousness and the cosmos for. And what, where that's supposed to be and how important that is versus turning everything off. Now, people criticize Christians, of course, on the right. They don't care. They think it's no eternal mindset. That's a terrible mindset. Like, well, we'll be out of here anyway, or God will never let a bad thing happen. You can't, that is, that's nonsense. You can't think that way. It's not true. It's not true.
0: In a Christian's defense, because I agree with you and I do not think it's good to have a, a, a apathetic attitude towards the earth, but. I don't think it's simply don't care about the earth. It is. Wow. If eternal lives are at stake, then this is way more important than anything else. And I would rather focus our attention on people and not worry about everything else. I just think that that is worth saying. I don't think it's, uh, I do think there's a handful of Christians. They're just like, who cares about the earth? And it's, Misguided, But I think there's some people it's just that's just not their emphasis. I don't think that makes them bad people. I agree with taking care of the Earth. I actually think it's part of our Christian faith. But
1: I'm just saying, remember that the Earth's climate and the sustainability and, okay, let's just look at another one. Existential threat in general. Nuclear war would be kind of bad. I don't think it would extinct us, honestly. I'm not actually that worried about that one. Asteroid impact, very serious. It will eventually kill most people. I mean, That's going yeah. to happen unless we figure out how to deflect asteroids, right, here's but I'm, maybe we got a few hundred years on that. We'll probably where, figure it out.
0: Here's where I'm the asshole. I don't... Who cares if we get extinct? Who cares? Nobody's going to care. I don't care. understand that point of view at I all. What if understand. it was tomorrow?
1: You wouldn't care? You don't think people would care if they found out we're over tomorrow? Is that a non-care just because just, it's far off?
0: All I know is nobody's going to care.
1: So you think is no tragedy for the cosmos to be empty for all eternity with no conscious beings? You I'd don't say, think
0: that's tragic at all? I'd say it's a worthy endeavor to keep that from happening, but I'm not worried about it. Not, I'm not like if if I knew tomorrow a big asteroid is going to obliterate our Earth and humanity, you may gone. be able to
1: make your peace with it. But it's not in. It's not like or we could avoid it. You'd have a vote, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have a preference? Don't you have a preference? Yeah, my of preference would be for humanity? consciousness from the entire cosmos forever. You've seen Jurassic Park. Or Life finds a way. Not. That's <laughs> what I'm just saying. Like, you, you, you can say, well, there's nothing I can do about it. And I understand that's a good response to a massive sounding problem. But if you have a preference, wouldn't it be maybe not extinct all of consciousness from the
0: cosmos yeah. for eternity? I'm just saying, I personally, oh, okay. That's, I challenge that attitude. That's fine. Because
1: I, I think you have a preference for existence of humans I'm versus just saying, not.
0: If, if no human exists, then nobody's going to That's gonna a fine care. philosophical thing, but you, <laughs> but then you
1: can kill yourself just the same, and who cares? To, it doesn't matter to you, right? I agree. Who I, cares?
0: I guess I would put it on the same. By the way, these peanut M and M's are so fresh. <laughs> oh my, God. they are God. just crunchy. They, yeah. I, I, that, there is no way there is a better candy. It's worth living. Than M&Ms. I think I think this you is. have to buy them in these big bags because they're just fresh. You get them in the smaller packets, and they're it's just right. not as fresh. If you just had, I one, if you one just knew full, a generation hand hand
1: and full. a half from now, because you because of our inability to care that your grand, your grandkids will die of starvation and famine, then you, you don't think that's okay. You cannot stand by right, that first, claim. First of all, I'm it, not— Well, de- who cares? I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. First or all,
0: we can engineer our way out of it. First of all, I'm not defending my claim as a worthy approach. I'm saying that's, this is just where I'm at right now. I just don't— So, like- it's
1: fi- for instance, it's fine with you if your grandkids starve to death from global famine. Or I don't know It's not grandkids. really worth—
0: I don't even know uh, okay. who they are. If
1: that's your point of view, then I, I'll I, accept
0: that. They don't exist, so I can't put my heart there. Matt,
2: you agree with him. You don't? You know you do. You do not care about those people.
0: <laughs> my grandkids? <laughs> I'm just being honest. I I'm not saying it's
2: right, but I don't know if anybody actually really cares what happens to
1: their kids. T- how about that? Ten generations now. You don't think right Bah cares about Georgia if she has to die in a famine he knows and he sees her? It.
2: He knows her. Ten generations right. from now, how much do Two. You, one. you care about Two. One. Why not one? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's the right you're thing right. to do. You know, it's I just obvious. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying I don't know. It doesn't, it's not that bizarre not to really care. No, about I
1: understand the the, the, the the ontological or what. That's not the, the right term can, for it. But I, I understand that when you're dead, you gun. can't. Nobody's here to care. I get that. But right. if you like, put it in the near term, obviously, whatever it would take to
0: survive here's is what. How,
3: here's how selfish. Do.
0: Here's how selfish and self serving I am, and I just have to live with this and try to be better. If I can outlive all four of my kids, I'm good. Like my life is totally fine. I didn't And if everything I can give you, you a multiple to. choice for their history,
1: you don't really even need to fill it in like they live a pleasant life, they're tortured by a dictator and killed, they
0: starve in a global famine, oh, no, or they just I, live no, in poverty. I, I, it doesn't matter to you. No, I would pick good things for sure. Okay. Well, but, do you think you might I, could influence that? I'm just saying when I'm dead is I'm not gonna be like, Oh my god. I understand that. I That's a non point, but in the
1: meantime, you do what you can to ensure that your pred- your People that follow your people that follow. If I knew what that was, then
0: yes, I would do. Understood. But we need to make
1: progress and solve problems. But let me tell you something that I will go against science on. Not against science on, but I'll give you an example of bad science. So I'm not here just to say the scientists are right because it's not. It's not really even that. There's no sides here. It's just to me. It's just progress, but. There was a scientist in the seventies. His name is Paul Ehrlich, and you gotta get a load of this son of a bitch. Get a load of this. Yeah, this is this is makes me so mad. <laughs> we'll move on, but this makes me so mad. He wrote this book called like Popu- the Population Bomb. I think the book he wrote, and it's just said in the seventies that we're he said we're overpopulated by a factor of seven in the United States, and we needed to reduce the population by three quarters to survive. Or we're dead because there's overpopulation. There's not enough food. He right. said billions of people would die by 1991. Whoa! And he was God. had a big book. He went out giving lectures. All this and, kind and of I'm stuff.
0: I'm sorry. Will you tell me the year? He predicted this 70 something. Okay.
1: So and he said billions would die then. And uh, he, you know, he just. I just think we had to call out bad science because you know when we talk evolution, just, oh, there, there's these scientists with agendas. Well, there are, and this is one of them. And this was right. a terrible way to think. So what was his agenda? Well, let me tell you, this is what puts it in good light now. Even today, that guy's alive. His name's Paul Ehrlich. He's still at it. He's still doing the same shit. He's no different than a right-winger doomsday prophet. It's that same person trying to do that with science, which I think is bullshit. And he says now that he doesn't have any regrets because he helped start awareness movement this is out of what he did by trying to tell people all the wrong information yeah. and, and say don't question me because I know because I'm a scientist and then he said what it really needed this is this should make you go insane he said what he should have done back then and what he really needed that he left out there was a is he didn't include more women in it and he didn't take into account racial problems in his science back then and that's why he thinks he probably got it wrong oh my <laughs> god he's just giving weird you know. You, you, so you know what kind of guy this is. Right. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Bad, bad. And then his and this is this gets crazy. I'm not trying to get political. I don't care. His protege was a guy named John Holdren, and he was the this is this is true. He was the like a top science advisor or the top science advisor to Obama. And this is the guy's protege who wrote his own book that said 86. He said in he said in nineteen eighty six that a billion people would die from starvation in you know what year? Twenty twenty. Oh God. He also has yet it's to recant- back down from that. Wow. During the whole time he was a science advisor for Obama. He did not he hasn't and still hasn't recanted the prediction that a billion people would die of starvation by two years from now. He's just waiting.
2: You know he doesn't have to at least. Uh, Okay, so and and, and guess what else? (laughs) He's He's hoping for it. (laughs) Told you so. Isn't that what he's wanting? It's not.
1: I mean, it's not. I mean, obviously, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, this guy guy doesn't care about humanity. I know. Right. That's the point. And he's one of the most. You know, this is this is this is a huge problem. So I'm just trying to say the doomsday preacher on the. Christian side or science? Side. This is this. That's not. These are so anti-progress mentalities, and this anti-human. These are people that think humans are the disease and the stain and the right. the problem with the world. And Christians have the same problem. They yeah. just want to say we're the sinner. It's just well, this fucking thing's gonna burn, and I'll be. Deli-. This is the horrible mentality. Yeah, it's horrible. Are you familiar with the people? that are like this. Yeah. that that that's why I wanted to do this segment because that yes. drives me crazy. That's so, that's so in- that's,
0: the- that's so interesting how you just pulled from I guess what you would call secular lists and Christians and they're doing the same thing yeah I mean they're doing the exact same thing now uh, here's the thing that really bothers
2: me about that you're right like one of the things you said here that was <laughs> the most eye-opening is the earth doesn't care one way about humans it's going no, to exist it's or arbitrary to be, or whatever like it, it it sometimes there were no plants then there were plants or sometimes right? there was only microorganisms and now there's you know higher uh, life forms with consciousness maybe or whatever we're calling this life. And so that's the thing that really bothers me is it like to say and imply <coughs> excuse me good lord that the humans are the issue. I believe that too. I I, I do but hold on. I do believe humans are the issue, but in Saying that they are the disgusting bad part of the earth, the only reason those thoughts exist is because humans exist. Like you don't even. Right. Those thought, That's those, the those point.
1: Without humans, there's not any experience the, to be even discuss it. Say it. You're right. And nobody. This is the thing that bothers me the most about this. I
2: got two points here, real quick. One, everybody just wants a bad guy. They just want this. It's this. This. People you want the this. bad guy to be your species. I know, but they don't really. They're not really talking about the species. They're talking about. The right or the left or whatever. Now, yeah, the other, rich
0: consumers.
1: Yeah, right? that's the, yeah. It's usually packaged in this consume. Oh, we'll never do. They said that. T. Uh, some of these people said that color TVs that use this. Uh, element europium that they made cathode ray TVs out of. We're going to run out of that. And they should have just let it stay at black and white TVs because there's no way to make enough and it's going to cause fighting and it's going to be problems. They tell gonna, you everything. It's like, okay, yeah. what if we invent LCD displays? Well, they didn't. All these horses are dying. Uh, 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 that's all you had to Buy their
2: the horse hooves, to make glue, and that's how bad everything is. Oh, yeah.
1: Now, here's the other point I wanted to make.
2: This is what's really interesting. There's even more precedent here just on this podcast to believe what you're saying because I always do kind of feel this way Joey I think you might as well you are a, always a little biased to take the scientist side like you sure. always you know they're oh, doing yeah. the right thing they're doing this and now what you're saying is you the data and the information and the process isn't is seemingly flawed or the human aspect of it so the humans are even fucking up this or so the science right.
1: side, Oh, they too. do it all. I mean, they always have. I mean, I mean, it's just a problem of lack of knowledge and inability, and some nefarious characters here or there, but mostly it's just lack of knowledge. That's really our only problem is lack of knowledge. There's not a problem that isn't soluble with the correct knowledge, and humans are the ones that possess the ability to create, as I did in my last science segment a couple of weeks ago, to create knowledge is something that only humans can do. And it solves; it can solve every problem. There's not a problem that cannot be solved with the uh, correct knowledge.
0: Why is it? it, That's an interesting thought. It's true. Why is it?
1: Okay. By the way, sorry. Can you give credit in Christianity? (laughs) I got to credit David Deutsch for at least half of these thoughts. So just just so you know, it's just a book I read. Why why is it create
0: knowledge and not discover knowledge? I didn't get that the last time you talked about (laughs) that. Like what? Or is that semantics?
1: No. Well, it's not semantics. That's kind of the point of the. If anybody wants to. Follow my some of my steps here. They're from David Deutsch's book, The Beginning of Infinity. That name but means German. He's a German, German guy, I believe. His probably. last name's
0: Deutsch. That would kind of suck. That'd be like you, my last name I, I is American. Know. Joey American. That's a
1: cool name. <laughs> I Joey I Americans <laughs> actually. pretty <laughs> It's way better than Spencer.
0: <laughs> you know what? Your you know my no favorite pastor. pastor Joey,
1: Joey American. American. I love
2: it. I listen to the Bad Christian podcast. Joey American make me laugh. <I>, I'll just <laughs> instead of
1: trying to convince you, I'll just point you back to the previous uh, episode that we we covered that in, but. Humans uniquely create knowledge. We create the knowledge. That that is the, the that's the point of view that that I at least that
0: I hold. Not, oh, know.
2: that's interesting. Humans create. Th- I knowledge. did a science yeah. segment on that two I know, weeks
1: ago, I know, and I know, y'all and I didn't hear it. That no, was the whole point I was, of it. No, I'm oh. telling you that
0: I just I didn't I didn't buy it.
1: Oh, I'd have to go repeat that's it to to, to to try to explain that. But yeah, we create knowledge by Does that conjecture mean create truth? creatively. Is that true? Can we do a science
0: segment too about why I love peanut M and M's? It's bad. It's real bad. How do you do? You, when you put them in your mouth, do you just crunch down on them, or do you like? Sometimes I like to suck on them a little bit, and then sometimes I just chew them up. Sometimes I like, I like so to just gently chew to get all the chocolate off, and then just have the peanut. You know,
2: it's really weird not to change the subject here, Matt. I'm gonna
1: eat some. Well, no, that's beer. okay. I'm. I, M&Ms without the peanuts I go yeah Oh okay. like they Peanuts is peanuts what, is it's everything at for to sure. me Do let me ask you guys though when you encounter I mean I think it's just pessimism and it's just so destructive but think about try to explore all these personality types like it's probably like the lady in church this always this and everything's bad like everything's bad Are you sure
0: yeah, that's a right. tough one for I, me to get out of. I, you know what yes. I mean? I, I'm, I'm getting there, but that's a tough one. I mean, here here's the thing is, just like I've said before, I don't think there's any way I'm ever going to not be a Christian. I've just been a Christian for too long. I'm not going to turn. I almost feel the same way about uh, how long humanity is going to last. I've just been See, thinking. I, I don't I'm, like that point of view.
1: I I, I I'm don't, it's, I don't can, blame you now. It's a counterproductive not. point of view. Sure. I'm just saying it, it, it's hard it, for me it, to get it's, out it's of that. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Let's not try.
4: No, but I, I, I,
0: it, see, it, it, I see it as like God's doing, and I know I, that's it maybe even sounds archaic, but I'm just saying that I, I have a hard time thinking of humanity going on for billions of years. We'll see, I love you, that. Let's life. just
1: see if you guys life. are what I would put in. I, I wrote down some things I think are pessimism and optimism as I would categorize them and stuff like that, so just see which one you fit into. I, jo, okay, I have got Joey Pegg as possible pessimist from time to time, the way he talks mm-hmm. there, but a pessimist... In these, in the anti-human types are are kind of they're the ones that think of humans primarily as consumers and takers okay. and leeches. You all hear right. that thing? Yeah. They think that if you're a person, you know the problem is we're all or these people are or this group is or that group. Mm-hmm. They're users and abusers, or which is a, a pr- pretty predominant on the left. Everybody's an abuser. Like a, if you have power, you're an abuser. Right. If you're a man. You're an, you know that's right. that, that's those are little tip offs. On the Christian side, it's like you know, everybody's a sinner and my two-year-old's heart is dirty because he's yep. said poopy, but that's the same thing, right? Right, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just not, it's just, you know, that kind of thing. They think what we need to do, they think of sustainability as just keep everything the same and hunker down. That's not good. That's sustain. That's sustainability. There's that people, sounds like Southern families It's not good. So yeah, it does it Mom, also Mama sounds like California them. people say we need sustainability, man? Yeah, that's Don't true. Don't fly on an airplane. Yeah, that's true. I'm a hippie. You know, it's, like,
4: <laughs> it's the same
1: thing. And the, you know, preppers would be on the, the right side of these anti-human people. That here we go. I'm going to live in a bunker. <laughs> Anytime you talk go, about
0: Californians, it man, sounds like the man. guy on uh, something about Mary who faked being crippled.
1: Oh, name's Norm. I'm
4: just like you, you bit son of a bitch. The uh,
1: anybody that pr- predicts doomsday, whether it's d- scientifically or uh, religiously, watch out there. That's yeah. that's that's somebody that doesn't like people, right? That's where that yeah. comes from. I mean, and and all think of all the dystopic fiction. You know how easy it, that a joke for good writers, is how easy it is to write dystopian futures. Right. It's really easy. Oh, yes. Try and write a realistic one and all these right. other stuff's harder. It's easy to be no. dystopic. It's just easy. So that's pessimistic stuff. I hope that's not Joey, but some of that kind of is. No, I don't think I... I don't you think lean I'm towards some doomsday, and it doesn't even oh, matter, yeah. so let's not try, though. I mean, I did hear you say that.
0: Yeah, I could see some of that, but definitely not... That uh, people are leeches and everybody's out. Yeah, I know. I but I'm
1: just, you know, when that. you hear these things, these things people talk about toxins yeah. and the plastic island, and they're so guilty about recycling, and you know, they think everything nuclear is gonna, you know, this is that's just this is not good. And I think
0: it's, I've asked you this before. You've never seen Elysium, have you?
1: I, I'm familiar with the concept, but like, I, is, the, is I know that the premise. Possible? Can can
0: yeah, can sure. we well, build something out there? Of course, and just move the rich people there. Yeah, of course, well, that's, that's cool. certainly that's possible. So I want to go.
1: I mean, of course, it's certainly possible. We have people in the International Space Station make it bigger. Okay. That's, like, simple. Of That's course simple. we can do that. But yeah. we could probably do way better than that. Yeah. I think we will, unless the asteroid comes or we can't – we have a global famine or whatever. But we may. I'm not predicting we survive. I'm just saying we should try. That's, you, I, can't we try? Do you like Matt Damon? <laughs> I do like Matt Damon. You know what's really
2: funny about that movie, though, is all the people that saying saying that they care and all this stuff – those will be the people up there, like all the actors, all the politicians. Of course, of course, it will be. It's not all the people say they care about you and they care about these people and the marginalized and the oppressed. They ain't helping the oppressed. All those people, Matt Damon in real life will be in a, in that thing. I mean, yeah. that's one. Yeah. Of, he's gonna be there. And, no and, doubt. Yeah. The, yeah, that global elite.
4: Oh, one hundred percent. Ain't
1: gonna be you and me. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> so that's a – never. I'm not even going to. Sorry, I'm trying to. I was I'll just I'll gonna say, right. optimistic to people are like they. I use the word update. It's not go left or go right or go this way or go that way. Let's just update and go. Oh. Well, we didn't know that. Now we know that. This changes everything. Right. That should happen all the time. Oh, yeah. well, this seems to change everything. Now there's a, a, a possibilities of things that seem mysterious. Now, like, oh, I guess we could figure out how the brain works. It used to be right. something that you thought, well, it's inside of a skull, so there's no way we're ever going to figure out how it works. Well, we're getting, we're getting better at that. Uh, I mean, You know what?
2: Uh, this is the thing why like, I just love the lore and the idea of like the lore, Elon, e, the, the lore of Elon Musk. Like right. he just goes. He's you know not a pessimist. I, I'm just gonna. Nobody's building a, a damn electric Can car. Can we try? I'll do this. Hey, right. Maybe I could figure this out. Maybe I'll shoot. I'll shoot my damn car up in the space. And now the rest of us
1: are open to new possibilities right. like, because well, of what he did. Well, damn, that's exactly. kind of cool. That's exactly. I mean, he just right. goes. Okay, I'm just gonna do something. We follow the evidence. You pro- you look, like to solve problems. You update your ideas. You reinvent stuff, not sustain it or restrict it, right. or lock it down. Then what is that? Reinvent. How about that?
0: Not. I mean, doesn't some of this fall into just how people are? Some people are risk takers. Some are not. Risk taker. A risk
1: taking is not trying to solve extinction problems. You're gambling that something's going to happen without trying, and that God's going to fix it or some crazy thing. Right. The risk, mitigating risk is what I'm talking about. All. Ships forward. Let's mitigate risk.
0: Yeah, but let's I'm take saying the least people, risk possible as a civilization. No, some people know. can't see it that right. way.
1: Okay, I don't like those people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Problems
1: are lack of knowledge. Think about what you would if you had to predict the future of humanity before. The Industrial Revolution, what you could have, you couldn't, you don't have the ability to make a right. prediction or right. worse, prophecy. So watch out when it goes from prediction into prophecy. Watch out on both sides. Watch out. Predictions, fair enough, but that's not going to last. As soon as you understand more, the prediction or the, it just goes away. You go, oh, okay. From now, I can see. No. Uh, now, from here, I can see. And you just, you got to keep on going.
2: Uh, how about this? Imagine going back to pre Industrial Revolution and Showing all those people like you, you went back in time and you say, Hey, listen, we're going to uh, basically end so many diseases. You're going to be healthier. You're going to have unreal cheap food, you know, all these different things. Now, here's the thing here's the bad thing the planet's going to be about one degree hotter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so we're thinking no about way. taking off an industrial no revolution. No way. Hey, we better not. <laughs> we better not do we it. might uh-uh. warm up by one
0: degree. uh uh-uh. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know. It's hot enough out here.
1: <laughs> but they say if we did get up to five and six degrees hotter, I mean, we're we're... In big trouble. I mean, no doubt about it. you know because it, of you
0: know. polar ice caps.
1: J- well, I mean, tons of stuff. You know, like, like agriculture could just crash, into just a f- global famine. I mean, like the the way that plants work is very specific. You know how you can't grow something somewhere, right? What if you can't grow stuff on like Earth? Yeah, like yeah. the crops that we're used. To, I mean, that's not saying there's some not some other solution of how to sustain people or grow things, and like, we don't know. But we know right now if the temperature went up a few more degrees. Well, it'll just end agriculture, which is what all of civilization is built on. So it'll be—I'm not saying that it extincts everybody forever, but you know that would be—it's possible for billions of people to die. It's possible that we nuclear war ourselves or our asteroid comes. I mean, or we can go extinct. That's just—that would be the most normal thing to happen unless we—that's kind of like interstellar. Get enough knowledge it, yeah. to escape it. That's the only yeah. way out of it. Yeah. We're gonna have to solve unique problems in the future. Climate change changes. Kind of a simple one. We we kind of even know how to manipulate weather almost already, so that's like step tiny baby one. Like yeah, fix the climate, yeah, control it, figure I, it
2: I, out. I mean that's what I'm saying. Interstellar that movie. That's what you, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh, that's what that, that movie. You know, they're talking about that the, they couldn't grow crops on so they're going to get out there, and so technology is the thing that saved them. Like the idea, that's of why Christ, Christians shouldn't be scared of technology.
1: Knowledge and progress part, is all, the, is all what that. I'm saying.
2: Stuff, all technology is stuff that we like. See, I I might look at it different. You said humans create knowledge. I, I probably still look at it through a Christian lens of God left this here for us to find it, or, or created all this for us to find it and use it. Like you can take this thing over here and this thing over here, put them together, and all of a sudden you have something new, and it helps you to do this, a, a b, and all that stuff. But so I, I do think. I still find, I guess, a Christian context in everything we're saying. Like, I think there should be hope because well, there is that thing you can put. Yeah, no,
1: I'm not disagreeing with you on, now, on of that. Now, on a side
2: note, I could not remember the name of the movie Interstellar. And I tried to look it up and I was like, oh, I'll just type in Matthew McConaughey space movie. And I couldn't, I had no idea how to spell McConaughey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just gave up. At
2: I just did, I, I went, I added a bunch of A's and G's and H's and it came up. <laughs> it came up. So I know Interstellar again. Somebody but yeah,
1: no. That, I mean, that's all I got. But I do suspect all the people that I'm frustrated with on everywhere. I, you know, what I think drives them is resentment. Hmm. Of so they they don't they're mad at somebody. They want to hurt somebody. Right is what I feel. Is like then they'll get what's yes, coming to them. Those fucking humans. Right. And they forget they're one of us. I mean, yeah. it's us. You know, it's just I don't know what I don't even know what to say. Yep. You're right. You're exactly right. The liberals, the Republicans are gonna get us. They're gonna yeah. sink us all down. That's just you see it in everything. It's just driving me crazy. Yeah. Matt, I just want to say I love this. I this is probably one of the most interesting newses
2: that you've done because news I do, I, I, I don't do uh, the damn news. I got I got damn news on my mind and I wanna do it today, but since you said that, you know what would be fun? Let's talk to our good buddy Taylor again. The the BC Club Lord is what I call him. <laughs> All the right, Lord Taylor
1: Atkins is, is going to join us here. We'll see if he's connected. And he, he runs the BC Club. He's the steward of it. He's the, he's the master. He's, he's been with Lord. us for years and years and years. And he's our liaison, I suppose. Taylor, can you hear us? What's going on? How you doing? Good. It's been a while since you've been on the show but we're glad to have you back. We used to have Taylor on semi-regularly and if if anybody's new here, they don't know that in the BC Club, Taylor runs the thing. He's the full-on what do you call yourself? You're the full-on director Director
0: of it. operations, uh, <laughs> lord of Oper- Lord of the let's club. let's make him COO, <laughs> Chief of Operations. No, it, it, Lord it, of
1: the Club is awesome. Lord of the Club, he's Taylor the is the, it, the, the the LOC. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the full on <laughs> interface, a human interface to from us to the club to the group to you know all the details of who's in, who's out, what's the drama, what's happening. But let's just go back and focus on that drama. Can you give us an update of has there been anything fun, anything exciting? What's the report from the BC Club? On the ground that we're going to share with
3: the wider audience, there is. I think any time that there is any kind of peace or everyone's kind of getting along in the club, you'll have that one person that is very aware of that and no. I almost feel like they just go to CNN and just pick the most controversial topic and say let's stir things up. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, and and they'll post about it and it'll. But you know, no. I, in all honesty, I mean, I've talked with Joey about this on the bonus episode. I think it's uh, it's neat to see how. When you don't intervene and you don't try to get involved, I mean, I feel like the community kind of, I don't want to even say police is itself. It's just mm-hmm. the, the dialogue in there. It's its not necessarily everyone's like-minded or has the same view, but I do think because we haven't censored anything and because we haven't intervened, people are learning to dialogue with each other when they don't agree, which mm-hmm. is kind of neat. Um And I I don't think a lot of times you even give people the opportunity to learn how to do that because your instinct is to intervene and jump in and stop and censor. And, uh, and so I, this experiment of us not really moderating or censoring or, deciding what's in and out of the club it's, it's working that's you know? right uh, do you have a moment cool.
1: or two when things have gotten crazy in there especially in you know i think that we've maybe i, I would be optimistic maybe even culture at large if there was a peak moment of people acting crazy online i know there's been a lot of tensions in the around the globe and everything but there were some moments at least in our recent past in the bc club where you had to have thought we really do need to moderate. We maybe should consider taking control. Things like that. Uh, did you have suspicions? Did you feel that way at a few points recently?
3: Not recently. I mean, I think in the past year, mm-hmm. I think I've I've even gotten to the point where I've emailed y'all and said, "Look, I know our stance is not step in, but my gosh, we we got to do something." Yeah. But, um, and all three of us but, are like, "Yeah, thought- we're good." <laughs> But i am told Joey, you know, when it gets to that point, right at that point where I'm like, I, I just don't think we can not do anything anymore. That's usually the point where it seems to correct itself. Yes. That's it. it's usually the point where people kind of realize, I think a lot of people step back and say, you know, what we don't like about the traditional church mm-hmm. culture, what we don't like about you know, the progressivism that says, you know, you, you can't, it's, it's it, those two ends of the spectrum where it's like, well, that's why people enjoy, I think what bad Christians are doing is because we're, we're becoming the thing that we don't like. Well, and, 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 so and, let,
0: and let me point out like, uh, uh, we have a major delay, by the way, I apologize. You want to finish your thought?
3: No, that, that was it. Okay, cool.
0: Like, a uh, it seems like a simple observation that, that is just so easy to make is all right. So think of how those think of two different ways that could have panned out one way Taylor steps in and says, Hey, knock it off. Uh, this is foolishness. And that person, you know, keeps going. So Taylor kicks him out of the Facebook club conversations over that person feels alienated. He's like, wow, I, I was just goofing around or I was just being honest or whatever the case is. He's like, that sucks how that happened. That's one option. The second option is what happened. You just let, you know, we let it go and people talked about it. That person felt heard, understood, and was corrected. Yeah. I mean, it just no seems doubt. like an obvious choice. No, it, well, not it's
1: not obvious at all, but the other, the really other sinister thing that happens is when you introduce moderators, those become people that have some power, and then everybody else starts to think of the moderators as people with power and of influence instead of equal, and then they start... Playing the games to optimize, I can get do up to this or stay within the rules, and then the people with the power start. Act. And I've seen it unfold in many other online groups. It just it, that gets to be a gross thing, and it's just like in way I think of parenting. I let them, I let my daughters get really crazy on the playground and into a real tension with another kid, and I do not step in. And the other parents like to, but I let it go because at that moment when it's like, what's about to happen? That's the real moment where something can. Be learned or grown or changed. And I'd say overall, the club now, even when people go in with the real strong pot-stirring posts, there's people know each other, there's enough context, and it doesn't really get as crazy. People understand, and I think things have been going super smooth lately. And I thank you for holding yeah. the line there, Taylor.
3: Well, and, and let's point out that this happens three or four times a year. I mean, it's not the norm. So I, I do mm-hmm. want to kind of segue into you know some of the positives about the club, which I that. It's really neat and was just brought to my attention. Um, everyone had such a great time at BCCon. And mm-hmm, I think yeah. we've had people say, hey, we should do four or five BCCons a year. And obviously that's not what we want to do. But because we're not doing that, uh, a group of BC Club members have taken it upon themselves to organize. Uh, the, the event is called BCX Meetup X St. Louis 18. <laughs> All <right>. created <laughs> that's this awesome. They, they, uh, one guy, one of the BC clubbers, uh, described it to me as, you know, you have Ted talks and then you have TEDx And so this is our BC con X. Um, and, uh, it's in St. Louis. It's at the end of July right now, according to the group, there's 67 people. Uh, it looks wow. like they're going or interested in going. And so that's something that we have not had any hand in, uh, Creating, planning, organizing—it's just BC Club folks that in that community. None of these folks, for the most part, have known each other prior to getting into the BC Club. And uh, Taylor, can you pass is on? in.
0: Can you pass on to them for everybody to chip in twenty dollars though, and send it to Bad Christian? We'll give them the address. I mean, we had to I have middleman about BC that somehow. Club tax. Yeah. No, but yeah.
1: You well, can't listen. Use our name that. Let me <laughs> say. Let me say this about that: is that that is, you know that makes me think man maybe we should have had an event or maybe we should have been there but I, as soon as I, that thought comes out of my mouth i remember a general principle of bad christian is we don't want to control shit right. we don't i mean so i you know maybe right. we could have gone there and had an event or made money or made pre- who knows but who cares if there if people can self organize and self actualize and do stuff and do real community and do real life and actually do it without us that's one of the biggest achievements i could say we've had is that stuff can happen without going through the gurus or the church system or the proprietary software, like just let it go, you create stuff, put it out there, let people get together and let them do it. That is, I mean, I'm just super thrilled to hear that. I wouldn't, you know, you know, don't use a, I hope they don't try to profit off of it or not. You know what I mean? Keep it organic. Keep no, that I did do that. That's That's great. I'm thrilled about that
3: it sounds like they're just getting airbnbs and i mean they're all just it's people that did not know each other prior to getting in the bc club that have uh established friendships a lot of them in nashville at bc con but i think some of them uh just through the facebook group and they want to get together they want to hang out and talk about the things that we're talking about and uh kind of interact in real life as much as they do Mm -hmm. in the facebook community so i would give a a little plug the, the events posted in the bc club facebook group so that's another reason to join up if you're interested in heading out but it is at the end of july so there's plenty of time if anyone wants to still make it out to st louis
1: yeah join the club and do and it i, I promise
3: i i'd plug it yeah are you you're not gonna go are you I cannot. No, I will be in North Carolina. Actually, that
1: okay. time. Well, uh, you know, I do have one concern, and that is the liability of the, of our name. You know, they get busted with some big party, or have, make it into a sex cult, or a drug ring, or something. And <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty cool. You know, though. That'd be the only thing I'd be worried <laughs> I, about. But even still, I'd go for it. I still think that's pretty
2: cool. Like, <laughs> if they rob a bank or do something horrific, they'd just be like, "Man, we did yeah, it." Turned like, into a crime man, ring. If if, yeah. if if my legacy is I started this thing and it became infamous. <laughs> Would be that'd still be pretty <laughs> phenomenal. I, 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 just like it that one of my biggest goals for this was always like, can we make this not just about us three? You know what I mean? Like that—that's the thing I never wanted this to be because that's what the danger always was with church or organizations or businesses, whatever. It's always about this head and this control, and to be more loose, a little more free. it, it does seem a little scary or whatever, but like I'm really not like I. I it's okay. People can. The fact that the, that all these folks would want to even use the name Bad Christian as a part of what they're doing is just such an honor to an me. Honor. Like and and it, and it's just they they're a part of it just as much as us. Like they're doing a, a BC get together that has nothing to do with us three, and also we we get to be a part of of it, hear it. They get to I mean everything about that is like really Kick r- ass. real organic. Like you said, it's that's so cool.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it, it really is. And Taylor, do you have a uh, do you want to tell people how to join or you know, you hear us do these calls to to for people to join the BC Club. I'll let you do it this time.
3: You can go to uh, www.thebcclub.com. Um really it's, it's it's a neat community that we have in the BC Club Facebook group. We do try to uh, also give out some experiences, some engagement opportunities. There's some physical perks when we release stuff through bad Christian. But, um, I think I've talked to you, Matt, about this. I think it's just about, you know, supporting the BC club allows us to grow. I talked with Joey about this on the bonus episode that there's a lot more that we would like to do in the future. And obviously, uh, you know, we're not a nonprofit. This isn't your tithe. We're not asking you to to make a donation. Um, we're just asking you to support something that you, uh, enjoy you that you consume and that uh the more support we have the more we can do
1: yep and you'll get a you'll get I, i'd go farther than that and that say you will get more out of it you will personally gain a lot more than paying seven dollars a month or whatever it is by joining a real community what if you make one friend in real life in st louis seven right. dollars i just i think right. it's a decent market value for people <clears throat> that want to connect i think it's fun i think it's awesome and again it's not a non-profit but yeah if well, it all works together super and, awesome and i'm
3: and I've seen people in the Facebook group come on there and post and share things that they've admitted. I can't share this with mm-hmm. my friends and re- the friends of my church. Uh, I can't even share this on my personal Facebook page. I can only come here to share this because you guys are kind of coming from a similar place. And uh, I think that's pretty neat.
1: Well, thank you, Taylor. You steward our club super well. And, and it, you know, you deserve a ton of credit for that thing being stable, running smoothly and continuing to grow. So thank you, Taylor.
2: Thanks, guys. Good seeing you, man. Peace. Man, Taylor's awesome. I love that he's running the BC Club. I I don't almost couldn't trust somebody more. But speaking of trust, are y'all at all worried? Like, what if seriously something unbelievable happens where like there is a, an actual BC orgy? <laughs> 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 now, I mean, Joey, what would you tell people? Could you tell people, hey, you know, people that you work with, they listen to the podcast, they got I, together. I would and did- <laughs>
0: totally disown them. I would say. I, we can't Rogue. help what those guys do. Rogue group. <laughs> we have nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, well, you think I can control is, all of our listeners? Are you crazy?
1: No, I suppose that. But, but nonetheless, we do authorize all this stuff to some degree. So, I mean, it is a, a roving experiment that we do We do assume the risk that this the whole thing could come grinding to a halt. At any point. Yeah. I, I accept that. I mean, I really do accept that. Yeah, risk. I agree. I mean I agree. I'm not willing to change what we would do or wouldn't do. No. And we'll see I think this whole podcast is an experiment. I it's agree. an experiment. What happens if we talk together, let people hear it, make ourselves say things we wouldn't say that other people won't say, let other people do things that don't control it. It's it really is a meta experiment. experiment to do this. So, and
0: it could it could just it can fail. So given those lenses, think about Reba's life. Right? <laughs> and when she wakes up every morning not knowing yeah, it how stable her job is, <laughs> right. like, this is her full time job. Right. And we're talking about
2: yeah. it. It's an experiment. Reba wakes up every morning I mean, going, uh oh, if there's an orgy today, my job is gone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's up, my friends? This is Devin here. I just want to come to you today just to say happy 4th of July, Independence Day, whatever you want to call it. It's an amazing day that we as Americans get to celebrate our freedom, our independence from that bitch of a country, England. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I love England. But, you know, back in the day, it was kind of some tension. So, you know, we, we kind of separated ourselves. So whatever. We're past all that. Regardless, we get to celebrate our freedom and independence, and it's a great day for all of us. We get to shoot fireworks, be as redneck as possible, and not only that, it led to one of the greatest action movies of all time. Can I get an amen? Independence Day. Wow. But anyway, the reason I wanted to talk to you today is this. We've got this company called BC Supply, and recently we decided to converge with the Bad Christian Store to house everything that we have from the BC Pod to BC Music to Supply to BC Words to every single thing that we've got. You can find it on BC Supply. And if you go there for the next couple of days on July 3rd and July 4th, you can get 20% off with code FORTH. That's F-O-U-R-T-H. Put that code in when you're checking out and you'll see 20% fly off and you're going to be happy celebrating more than you ever have before. So go to bc.supply, check out what we got, put yourself in code fourth, and get 20% off.